Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Thank you for joining me again the podcast. Really happy to have you guys on for this episode. We've just recorded an amazing episode, by the way, I just want to share this with you. Patrick Bet David, who has the biggest entrepreneur channel in the world with over nearly a million subscribers. We got him onto our podcast and we recorded the interview only a few days ago. It's getting edited by the team as we speak. And that's going to be out shortly. This guy is amazing. So to be on our show, to have asked questions from the listeners, it's an amazing episode. So stay tuned and we will have that out for you guys. Today's episode follows last week's episode, which was, you know, you've got your why, but when should you go in, into business? That's one of the most critical decisions you'll make. You know, do you leave that job? Do you invest the money into your business? When do you make the decision? Now, a lot of entrepreneurs fall over this hurdle because they either go in too early, they don't plan, and this could really make or break your business. So I've got some tips I want to share with you, which you can use as a bit of a checklist, which I use before I go into business. So let's go straight into the checklist. So number one, have a clear vision. So what I mean by that is plan out what your business will look like in five or 10 years Make it exciting, you know, make this business exciting. So the way to look at it, my mentor told me, write out the vision of your business on a piece of paper if you had no roadblocks. So you've got no issues. Don't think of money. Just think of how you'd want it to look like. A lot of people get stuck here because they start thinking about, well, what if I don't have this? What if I don't have that? Just just map it out. So on my vision, when I did my um, vision, which was on an A5 well, two A5 pieces of paper, I did it on a flight from Amritsar to Singapore. And I can remember, I just mapped it down. And my vision showed me with my sales team, with my operations team, the number of contractors, the number of staff are going to have working for me. And that became reality 10 years later. So, you know, don't hold back. Don't hold back on your vision. You make it exciting and uh, you'll be surprised. Two, you have your cash flow set up and budgeting. Now, a lot of people are entrepreneurs, and I do a lot of work for the Princess Trust, and a lot of the guys, they go into business, they don't think about cash flow. Now, you've got this exciting idea, you know, cash flow is something which is uh, mundane, you need to do it, it's not exciting, but you need to have your cash flow. So make sure you plan your cash flow. So have a 12-month cash flow plan, because at the start, you're going to need your cash to get you through the early stages of your business. So have your cash flow. Three, the legal stuff. Now, find out if you need to be a limited or sole trader. Do your due diligence. Don't jump straight into a limited company if you don't need to. A lot of people I know jump into Create a Limited Company, which is a company in the UK, which is a bit like a, a business company. You could probably run your business through like a sole trader account, save the legal bit. But if you do need an office, then you will need a limited company. So get your legals looked at. Number four, marketing budget. Now, you need to make sure you have a marketing budget. So that could be running Facebook ads, that could be running direct marketing campaigns, that could be getting sales staff on board. You'll need a budget because if you've got this idea, no matter how good it is, unless you get it out to customers or if you get it out to your audience, you're not going to sell nothing. 
Nothing gets sold in, um, you know, in, in your office. You need to get out and sell. So have a bit of a marketing budget. Now, initially, you may not have the money, so you might need to get out yourself. You might need to use uh, meet networking groups. When I first started, I used to go to like uh, breakfast meetings. Um, there were £10, you get a free breakfast and you can meet other people. So you can use your time. But have a little budget. The more budget you have, the quicker you can grow. But obviously, at the time, you may not. But just have a little bit of budget, you know, even if it's covering your cost to go to these marketing events. Number five. Now, I tend to have this rule where I'll have six months worth of money in a business new idea. So I'd keep six months in a bank account, which covers me for that six months period. So I'm not worrying month by month. Now, I have a lot of mentees, which I work through, and what they've done is when I meet with them, they've just kind of exhausted their cash because they say, well, we need X amount of money that I get through the first month. And then it's basically second month, they've got no cash flow. So I normally have a rule of six months. So, you know, if you need six months to cover your office overheads or your overheads, I would go for six months. That allows you the freedom. Now, if you could do 12 months, that's even better. But six months is a minimum. That allows you the freedom to run your business and basically get on with it. If you're constantly worrying about your cash flow for the next month, you ain't got the freedom to build your business. Six, you have tested the idea and it works. This has got to be one of the, oh, the gems of getting things moving forward. You know, getting your idea out there, testing it, speaking to your customers. Do they like it? Will they buy? Now, a lot of people say they like an idea, but if you ask the question, well, would you like to buy it now? Normally they say no. So that means they're just saying it just to probably be polite. But you need to have customers that are willing to buy. You've got the orders done. And you need to do this before you even jump into your business and start creating and scaling it. You need to have this. Now, another way you can do this is if you're working for a company, you know it works, you know the customers will buy, then that makes a good, you know, that's more or less testing the product. But if you're going to a brand new market, you might think it's an amazing idea, amazing product. Trust me, unless the market likes it, unless they're going to buy from it, you're going to waste your time. So test it. The more testing you do before you jump in and start, you know, getting your legals done and starting building your business or leaving your job, the better it is. The more so, the more you can do, the better. I, you know, the, I think this is so overlooked, but testing is really important. Seven, I think I've covered this in six, but, you know, 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 know what your customers want. So do they want your service? Do they want you to go out there and provide this for them? Will they buy, more importantly? Is there something in the market better than yours? How are you going to be different? What's your unique uh, USB, unique service provider? What, what is it? What are you going to be doing that's different? So I think it's really important to make sure you know what your customer wants and know that your service will help them. Number eight. I know all these are important, but this is one of my key things that I do anyway, mentoring, make sure you've got your support team, make sure you've got some kind of mentor which can direct you in your first few years in your business, really important, now, you know, through the Princess Trust, obviously it's a charity, so you get a mentor, but if you can get a mentor whether it's paid, or you can ask a couple of favours in, really important to get your mentoring, now you may be able to get an accountability team where you're part of a a bigger mentoring group, you pay less, but you meet each quarter, definitely get that. You will need your support in the first few years in any business, first five years, I would say you need your support. You need a mentor. You need someone that's going to guide you. You need someone 
who's going to say to you, it's going to be all right. Because at the start, it's very lonely. You'll go through times of challenge. You're going to have issues. And sometimes just having a, a phone call or an email you can send down and say, look, I'm having this issue. What do you think? You know, a mentor will say, look, I've been there. I've done it. Don't worry. Keep going. Or you might say, look, I think you need to scrap that idea because this will happen to me. So it's really important that you get your, you know, your mentor or your support team, you know, in place. Cool. So look, the question I got asked recently was by a guy I was speaking to and he said, look, I know my product. I know it really well. I'm working for a company. I would like to now break out and do my own. What do you think? And I would say this. I would say, look, there's a couple of options. Option one, get an investment from a partner who believes in your company. So someone who's got the money that can lend it to you or not lend it or be part of your business and believes in your company, but doesn't necessarily, you know, is happy to lend you that money to, to build it. That's option one. Therefore, you know, the, the money is covered and you can go and grow your business. Option two, you start with a partner. So if you've got a partner, you really get on well with. Now, be careful because the partnerships, you know, there's many stories of partnerships broken down. You want to get the right partner. And it's always good if they've got a different skill set. So if you put your skill and their skill, they might be good at selling. You might be good at building the business. They might be good at something else, financial side. So bring different skill sets. 50-50, you're half in the risk and you've already got someone, you've got a bit of a team together. Option three, start part-time. So look, if you need the money and you can't afford to go in or have six months, I've described in one of my tips, what I would say is go part-time, build it overnight, um, you know, do things while you're at home, while you're not from work, and that way take the pressure off. The last thing you want to do is go into a business and you've got no money. I've said this so many times, money is the oxygen of your business. Like if you imagine if there's no oxygen there, your business will not survive. So if you can work and do this on the side and test it and build it, and then when you're making enough cash flow to move across, then that's a great thing to do. Option four. Now, if you're unsure, a lot of people are unsure because they don't want to leave a job. They've, you know, they maybe they've worked six years in a career. They've worked really hard to get up the ladder, but they want to do this business. They're not too sure. Ask your employer for an employment break. Just say, look, I need a year off, you know, I need to get away for a bit. I just need to, you know, do my own thing. Is it okay if I come back in a year or six months? Is it possible? You've got to ask the question. Now, I know a lot of people have done that and they've taken a year off and they've not, they've not liked the business. They don't like being an entrepreneur. Look, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And if it wasn't for you, you can go back to your job and you learn so much. But a lot of people have done that and they've built successful business. So what you're doing now is when you're going to business, you're taking away the pressure because the last thing you want is money problems, cash flow, worrying about uh, the bills and the pay next month. That will really, really shorten your odds of being successful. You need to be able to breathe in business. You've got the pressure of building a business. So the more you eliminate certain things with cash flow with regards to preparation, you will then have a high chance of being successful. So look, if you're looking to go into business, have a look at my tips. There's going to be some show notes, read through them. Have you done all the eight tips that I've given you? Are you comfortable? Are you happy to, to proceed ahead now? And if you are, go for it, you know, put all your energy behind it. I'm sure you're going to be successful. I was, but I did all this preparation first. I did the little steps first and I made sure my chances had a higher chance of succeeding. Great stuff. If you've got any questions on this episode, it's a short episode, I just want to get out there, give you the tips. 
you've got any questions get me at j at businessmentorpodcast.com and I will answer your questions if you're unsure and you want to have a little chat with me about going into business then you can book a call through my website but yeah I look forward to seeing you on the next episode thank you for joining once again thank you